my brothers and sisters in the Lord. A few years ago, I had the 8 a.m. Mass on Easter morning. And the organist did one of the things an organist never should do. She overslept on Easter. And so there I was, she was not only the organist, but she was also the cantor. And so we sang a cappella with Father Cooper at eight o'clock Easter Mass. Now, she was a very talented and still is a very talented musician, and she has a very beautiful voice. We're gonna call her Carol. And so I gave Carol a very hard time about this in jest. But the next Easter, at 5 a.m., Carol's phone rings. And you can tell she is shaken. She was still asleep, and she's kind of falling out of bed in order to pick up the receiver. And she says, hello. And I'm on the other end, and I said, good morning, Carol. It's Father Cooper. It's Easter morning. Jesus has risen, and I suggest you do the same. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, as we gather here this morning, have we arisen? Are we still in the slumber of our daily life? Are we celebrating the joy, the good news of this Easter morning that Jesus is not dead, that he has arisen? You see, my brothers and sisters, we gather here this morning in this church on this holy ground around the altar of our God not to celebrate Peter Cottontail or chocolate candy or Easter eggs, not to celebrate new dresses or pretty shoes, but to celebrate the joy of the resurrection, that the eternal promise that death has been conquered and that Jesus lives has been fulfilled. You see, my brothers and sisters, on this Easter morning, we do have joy in the Lord. And we have joy, my brothers and sisters, because the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. We are an Easter people, and Alleluia is our song. And so as we gather this morning, my brothers and sisters, I have one very simple yet very profound question for your reflection and meditation. And the question this morning is this. Who has the last word? Who has the last word? And that is a very important question. In high school, I was on the debate team. And I learned very quickly that the person who spoke last had the greater advantage. Individuals who are attorneys tell me that the person who speaks last in the courtroom during closing arguments has the greater advantage. And so the question this morning is this. In this great debate of life, who has the last word? In the courtroom of human existence, who has the last say? And so, my friends, we know who has the first word. Go all the way back to the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible. On the first day of the week, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Go to the Gospel of St. John, right in the prologue. And the word was with God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was 
was with God. God has the first word, but who has the last word? Well, you see, my friends, the reason we come to this church to celebrate this morning is because not only does God have the first word, but God also has the last word. And the last word, my brothers and sisters, is a word of resurrection. It is a refreshing word. It is an enlivening word. It is a word that renews. It is a word of light and a word of peace and a word of mercy and a word of forgiveness and a word of charity. It is an Easter word. But sometimes, my friends, life always doesn't seem like Easter Sunday. Rewind with me back to Friday afternoon. On Good Friday, the words seemed quite different. On Good Friday, the last word seemed like it was a word of gloom and a word of sadness. As scripture notes, the sun hid itself and the earth shook. On Good Friday, the word seemed to be a word of evil, of Satan, of darkness, of despair. And on Good Friday, it seemed like the demons were singing their own song of praise and victory. But fast forward, my brothers and sisters, to Easter Sunday, and we know that God has the last word. And it's a word that renews us this day and all the days of our life. Because you see, my brothers and sisters, in the course of our life, we are going to oscillate between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. As we look at our own lives today, maybe it looks more like a Good Friday than an Easter Sunday. As we look at the world that we live in, maybe it looks like more of a Good Friday than an Easter Sunday. But every Good Friday, my brothers and sisters, will become an Easter Sunday. And that's why we gather this morning to give praise to the Lord. Because on Easter, we know that death does not have the last say. We know that Satan does not have the last say. We know that the trials and tribulations and the heartaches and the hardships in our own life, they do not have the last say. Jesus has the last say. And it's a word of life. And it's a word of light. And it's a word of peace and mercy for you and for me. My brothers and sisters, this morning, as we gather in this church, we need to allow God to Easter in us. We need to truly experience the joy, the good news of the resurrection, so that we can proclaim with the whole church this morning throughout the world, Christ is risen, Christ is truly risen, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, as we go forth from this church, May our song be a song of alleluia. May it be a song of praise to our God. And may we allow God to Easter in us. A very blessed and a very happy Easter to all of you.